Hi, all of you wonderful scuba divers out there. Welcome to the Scuba Diver Magazine podcast, where I break down the latest scuba diving news and things that have just piqued my personal interest over the previous week. Not a lot of news this week. It's been fairly quiet. However, one of the greatest characters in British scuba diving has sadly passed away, so I'm going to talk a little bit about him. Uh, There's also been an inquest into the death of a snorkeler who was using a full-face snorkel mask, and a woman in Texas survived inside a of her submerged car um so yeah let's jump straight into the first news story so this is the the sad news that mark milburn has passed away so the uk diving fraternity is mourning the loss of legendary cornish skipper mark milburn who tragically died on the 6th of april from a bleed on the brain through Atlantic scuba and stingray charters, Mark had introduced thousands of divers to the wonders lying in, in the waters around the Cornish coastline, and his enthusiasm for his local scuba diving was just amazing. He was in full flow all weekend at the recent Go Diving show. Uh, I met him up there, and one of those characters that always had a smile on his face, um, always happy, uh, always very easy to uh, to talk to, and always had like scuba diving on the mind. So um, yeah, he, he was a great um, like spokesperson and and yeah, just general character to get people into scuba diving. Um, so yeah, tra- tragic news. Um, obviously, our condolences to uh, to family and friends. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's always sad when you um, when you see a name. Uh, sort of pop up and uh, and then you you read that they uh, they tragically died. The next news story is that a coroner has warned many millions of people could be at risk from full face snorkel masks after a British holidaymaker who was taking HRT medicine died whilst using one. So this was Angela Cairn, uh, who was 63 and she collapsed and died in. Um, uh, in the Red Sea, whilst using a, uh, a decathlon um, full face snorkel mask, and an inquest in Surrey found that she suffered immersion pulmonary edema, which is just a, a buildup of fluid in the lungs, and the full face snorkel mask likely contributed by increasing the negative pressure and it, it kind of draws fluid from your body into your lungs i did a whole video on it uh, breaking down uh, i think it was a dan uh, associated um, study on full face snorkel masks so head over to the youtube channel there's um oh, there's plenty of, of videos about it but one of the things with this is that Ms. Kern had been diagnosed with high blood pressure and was taking hormone replacement therapy to relieve symptoms of menopause. Uh, unbeknownst to her, this made her vulnerable to problems when using a full face snorkel mask, something that was not made clear in the packaging. Now, what was interesting, so I was reading this on the uh, on the Telegraph um, uh, news article but if you actually find the the coroner's report they go into a little greater detail in that she had bought the snorkel about five years beforehand and since then the um uh, the the packaging and the uh what you call it the the like user manual and user notes and whatnot have changed a, a couple of times at least to include oh if you also 
have uh, cardiorespiratory issues, uh, you shouldn't be using these masks and do this, then or don't do that. Um, so there, there's a chance that because you bought it so long ago, didn't have the most up to date like regulations and um, um, suggestions. So um, yeah, the, um, the the coroner really did uh, sort of in her report and did send a report to uh, the the owners of Decathlon and. Um, just the general public as such in that yeah uh if you are using full face snorkel masks do be aware and also uh, sort of think about how um uh like changing physiological conditions can have effect on breathing and uh and your your overall sort of health as such and the medical report uh, concluded we strongly recommend to advise against wearing easy breath masks to people who suffer from underlying cardiorespiratory conditions um, but also apparently decathlon's instructions for the mask now warn against use of the user um, has unstable cardiorespiratory th- uh, pathologies and say that it has to be used under conditions of sub-maximal exercise which is mid to moderate exertion and that it is not suitable for active swimming so yeah we've been saying this for years about full face snorkel masks you do have to be very very careful with them and uh, yeah even if you bought one years and years ago it's best to check up on like the current recommendations and one of the big things that did come out of the um, that full face snorkel study that I did a video on um, a few months back is that when it's from big named brands there is a certain amount of um, accountability but when it's one of these just either it doesn't have a brand name it is just a full face snorkel mask uh, then yeah there's no accountability there's very little if any quality control testing in the um in the breathing routes and all that kind of stuff the airflow uh so yeah just be incredibly careful if you do choose to use a um a full face snorkel mask and um yeah it is best that you do actually read that little manual and um if you do have any kind of health condition it's best that you consider that first and uh, and maybe go for a, a half mask, a traditional sco- uh, like snorkeling half mask, and a separate snorkel instead of a, a full face snorkel mask. Um, links to all of these, I'm going to pop them down in the um, in the description below. Uh, hopefully, I can find that um, uh, the actual coroner's report. I'll uh, I'll pop a link down in the uh, the description as well, so you can read through that. And the final news story that caught my interest is, um, yeah, a woman who had been reported missing since the 5th of April was basically discovered by uh, on the 7th of April by a local fisherman who spotted a black jeep almost completely underwater. You can just see the kind of the top of the cabin. And this is of um of course around um, good friday so a lot of people are saying it's a it's a good friday miracle um but in what authorities are regarding as a miracle a texas woman was found alive in a vehicle that was discovered submerged in a lake 2 days after she was reported missing so the woman had reported missing on the uh, on the 5th of april and the uh, the police department of longview in texas have obviously been looking for her. But on the 7th of April, the 
uh, a local fisherman spotted the uh, the top of this black jeep almost completely submerged and um yeah called local authorities figured that yeah someone had crashed their car uh into the lake and um a Marion County Sheriff's Office statement says he reported observing a black jeep submerged about 40 feet from the Woody's Camp boat ramp. And it's not completely unusual, especially if it's near a, a boat ramp for someone trying to uh, to back their boat in and they they don't do it quite right and the car keeps going and, uh, and ends up in the water. But local authorities arrive to the scene with the whole recovery crew and everything to, to like winch it out. As they're pulling the Jeep out, authorities noticed that someone was inside and moving about. And with assistance from the um, uh, the wrecker service, fishermen and Marion County deputies, a female was safely rescued from the submerged Jeep. Uh, authorities later determined that the woman found in the Jeep was the same missing woman. And she was then taken to hospital to um, uh, to make sure that she was okay. And that's kind of the end of the story. Um, but just bonkers. We don't really know what her condition, how she ended up in the water, or uh, or why she stayed in the water. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine it would have been that warm if uh, especially if there was water in the cabin because cars aren't completely waterproof especially when they're submerged so water must have been coming in and then she just stayed in the car for some reason um she'd obviously been able to uh, to breathe there, there's a good like almost a foot of uh, of breathing air uh but yeah why wouldn't you like i don't know break a window or something I, at least try to uh, to break a window i get that opening the car door can be hard and if you've got electric windows then the electricity shorts out and you can't wind the window down like you could on old-fashioned cars um i don't know if this particular jeep had a sunroof uh but yeah there, there's so many questions here and the, the article has so few answers um yeah it's just one of those one of those weird stories that they're like, oh, okay, it's just we're recovering a car. Let's just hook it up, winch it out, and uh, and then someone's like, you know, there's actually someone moving around inside. Um, no one, no one had the thought to actually, you know, peek through the window to uh, to see if there was anyone inside. Um, but hey, yeah, it's just another interesting story that uh, that piqued my interest, and that really was about it. Um, I've been trawling around usually usually some things just yeah sort of pop up in my feed and you're like oh okay yeah that would be a good story to uh, to chat about um but very very quiet this this week uh, i don't know whether it is the um like easter holidays everyone's just been relaxing or something um whether like manufacturers are waiting for the uh, the rebreather forum which is next week um and they're they're not announcing any new equipment or anything because I haven't seen any new or particularly exciting things pop up on um, on any websites or any uh, social media. So it's just kind of stuff. Um, the only other thing in my mind is that subgravity. They um, uh, they did a thing on a they called it the the wow, which is weight on weight on something weight on webbing. It's like a plate. We we've they've existed before um i can't remember who first i know highlands do one um and i think there's another one i want to say blood on water or 
I remember the logo is like a um, a drop of water. Um, but anyway, it's basically a, a Delrin or a plastic uh, like flat plate, and it's got these little spikes on the uh, on the plate, and it sits on one side of two inch nylon webbing. And then either side of the plate, it has two bungee loops. And what it is, it, it basically allows you to attach a lead block almost anywhere on that two-inch webbing really quickly. So you, you thread those two bungee loops through the block and then hook it over itself. And it's just a really quick, secure way of just attaching a piece of lead wherever you need to. So if you're adjusting your trim, and yeah, it just makes it a lot quicker and a lot easier. And uh, and yeah, Subgravity sort of announced this um, uh, their version, uh, which is yeah the same thing but with the Subgravity logo on it. Um, but that's that's really it. it. It has been a very generic week. Nothing overly exciting. Uh, I've been working on a a wetsuit buyer's guide. Just little things to uh, to help you. One, make sure that you you're getting the right wet uh, wetsuit for scuba diving, uh, like temperature ranges and different types of neoprene and the linings and stuff. As well as when you do find one that does fit, how do you know that it fits? Uh, because it's very different to any other suit. When you uh, when you put on a wetsuit, does does it fit? It feels kind of snug, but how snug is too snug? Um, so yeah, I'm um, I'm just editing that after this. Uh, otherwise had a very interesting um, Ask Mark question, and it, it was a mystery. And I think I kind of came up with an answer. It's always tricky when someone says, well, well, this happened to me. What do you think the cause was? And basically what it was is that they, they'd gone on a dive, and everything was fine. They'd, they'd come back, and they'd uh, sort of put their cylinder away, got a fresh cylinder, they'd had lunch, they'd been to the bathroom, they had their surface interval, but then on the second dive, they were so underweighted that they had to add an extra two kilograms of lead to actually get down, and they were trying to work out why their buoyancy had shifted so much. Um, their buddy was fine, and we, we were just kind of going through potential causes. Um they uh, they said they spoken to their their dive center, the dive center or like people uh, sort of said, well it could be that what was it like water in your BCD, which I don't really get how that would affect your buoyancy. So I've kind of written that one off. An air pocket trapped inside of your wetsuit because they were diving in a semi-dry. So that's relatively, uh, that, that could be a cause because trapped air inside of your, your BCD bladder or inside of your wetsuit, when it's a semi-dry, semi-dries are more efficient at yeah keeping you dry, um, but they do eventually let water in. So there is a chance that it did have an air pocket just trapped inside and that would make you more buoyant. So that's a potential or at least a contributing factor, maybe. Um, they did say that they didn't get a, a refill. They did get a different cylinder, but they were still 15 litre. Started with a 15, second dive was on a 15. Um, but they don't specify whether... It, they were both steel, they were both 
aluminium. They were both the same uh, like brands. So if you went from a stainless, not stainless steel, sorry, a, well, yeah, I suppose they are stainless. They're just coated uh, a, a steel like Faber cylinder. And then the second cylinder was an aluminium 15. Uh, if they do make 15 uh, litre cylinders, then yeah, your buoyancy is really going to change. Um, or the more, the most, oh, I'm trying to think of the word, um, the usual culprit is, oh, I dive with the same integrated weight pouches as my buddy and they look the same, but they contain a different amount of lead. So I just grabbed the ones that looked like mine, put them in and um, yeah, had too few blocks of lead. Uh, however, the buddy, buddy would have sunk perfectly fine they may not have noticed that they just added a few extra puffs of air to um, to adjust for the additional lead. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm thinking it's more trapped air, and maybe the um, uh, the cylinder itself was just a, a different size. It, it might have had the same internal volume, but it, it just might have been a bit more buoyant compared to the previous version. It, it was one of those tricky, you had to be there kind of situations. Um, as, as a lot of them are, uh, we used to get it all the time. Someone would come back after a dive and say, like, oh, I saw this amazing fish. And you're like, okay, oh, do you know what it was? And I was like, well, describe it to me. Uh, well, it was it was fish-shaped. And you're like, great, this is starting off well. What color was it? <clears throat> oh, it was blue. Like, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of these stories, it's like, well, if I was there, it would have been a lot easier to uh, to diagnose it. Uh, from what information I do have, I imagine it's going to be this. Um, but hey, who who knows? Um, otherwise, what what have I been up to? Yeah, someone was asking why scuba diving wetsuits are always black. Um, and from my perspective, it comes down to black wetsuits sell. Uh, I mean, I am biased towards the uh, the retail side of things because I've spent the past like ten or so years specifically selling dive equipment, and yeah, whenever manufacturers bring out colourful wetsuits, they they sell, but it's tricky when you adjust the aesthetics of something and it doesn't match what the customer wants so okay great you can bring out a blue wetsuit that's wonderful but oh, it's the wrong shade of blue uh, actually my mask and fins are more of a azure color whereas this is more of a royal blue uh it, it does make it very tricky whereas if it's black black goes with everything uh, and it's just very easy and it doesn't discolor uh it's a pretty good uh like long-term color and yeah it goes with every color it if you scuff it against something, it's um, it doesn't like look grubby after a few seasons. So yeah, I think I imagine that's why most of them are. There, there are some brands that do come out with things. Um, uh, Aqualung, Fourth Elements, they um, they have some really bright, colourful designs, and but of course they they always play it safe and they do like a black version or a grey uh, version to. Um, to like bolster the range as it were uh because it's it's a huge investment to create these 
these patterns and make up these wetsuits in all of the different sizes and then have enough to send to all of the uh, the distributors around the world so yeah it's, it's a huge investment for the manufacturers and then a pretty scary investment for the dive center to spend a lot of money when dive centers don't have that much money to uh, to throw around uh, to invest in these like really out there designs that they might sell or you know what here's a black and gray version that you'll definitely be able to sell so yeah i think that's why most scuba diving wetsuits are black nowadays it's um it just makes a bit more sense um otherwise we uploaded a um a 42 long uh 42 minute long video on uh, on ross kemp because uh, they're they're really ramping up the um uh, uh the like media marketing for the uh, the the upcoming shipwreck adventure tv show um i spoke to him at um at the go diving show and yeah we, we got some uh, some exclusive footage uh it's only for channel members unfortunately as uh, so you do have to be a paid member um but yeah that, that's that's available for you to watch um yeah otherwise next week we'll hopefully have something uh interesting from the uh from the rebreather forum number four uh this is the fourth one since i think it was 1994 which was the uh, the very first rebreather forum um but yeah they're they're really doing a lot of marketing on that and um and it's a good fairly long show in uh, in malta so um yeah hopefully we'll have some interesting information or just some news coming out of uh, Rebreather Forum next week. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, remember to like, share, subscribe, do all that good social media stuff if you haven't already. Check out the website scubadivermag.com uh, where we update you with the latest news and, uh, and like travel events as well as equipment. Um, but yeah, that's it for another week. Thank you very much for, uh, for listening, everybody. And of course, safe diving.